Hi everyone, welcome back to the Styles and Stylers podcast with me, Varun Bhumini. This is the podcast where we get up close and personal with interesting founders and doers from the Indian startup ecosystem. On the podcast, we hear illuminating stories of entrepreneurship and the journey of building businesses. On episode 32, we chat with Akash Dongre, the CPO and co-founder at Indus OS, the creator of the largest app store outside of the Play Store with over 100 million users and thousands of apps created for the vernacular audience. They currently power the app store on many of the Samsung phones and have been through quite the journey from starting up to meandering their way to a vernacular mobile device manufacturer to a vernacular operating system for other OEMs. As always, I'd really appreciate it if you'd subscribe to our channels wherever you're consuming this podcast and share the episode with others if you liked it. Enjoy the show. Hi Akash, welcome to the show. Hi Varun, thanks for inviting me. Uh, I'm really glad that I could finally speak to you, uh, you know, uh, on this podcast after uh, talking to you, uh, I think ages ago now. So yeah, really excited uh, to be on the show. No, I'm I'm glad we could make this happen. Uh, you know, there's you've spent so much time in in the mobile uh, space, a pre-smartphone era as well. Uh, there's a lot that I've been wanting to ask you on this podcast, so so I ca- I couldn't have been more excited to have you on the program. Um, Akash, you're the current CPO and co-founder at Indus OS, and Indus OS was not always Indus OS when you started uh, way back in 2007 on your entrepreneurial journey, right? Um, right out of you graduated from IIT. And you took a couple of years to work and then you started on your first uh, product project in 2007. Um, Did you always have this itch to go and start something? Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, when uh, I was in IIT, uh, this was 2001 to 2005. Uh, That was, you know, one of the early days of entrepreneurship in India where people were talking about building companies, people who were talking about uh, entrepreneurship. This was the time and you know, the dot-com boom happened uh, in the US and then it, you know, busted. But people uh, knew that there is potential, uh, you know, uh, in starting up companies. And when I was in IIT, most people actually chose to go to US or, you know, join the core sectors. Uh, but, you know, I somehow got involved uh, with entrepreneurship cell in IIT Bombay. Uh, started talking to a lot of entrepreneurs, talk, started talking to the, the ecosystem. Uh, and, uh, you know, right from the IT days, I was clear that I will, uh, you know, I will start my own company. Uh, and uh, at that point of time, it was very clear that starting, uh, you know, the company right after uh, campus was not an option. At least in those days, it was completely unheard of. Uh, so, uh, so what I did was uh, instead of joining, uh, you know, a software company uh, where I was placed uh, as part of my campus placement, I uh, chose to join a small uh, startup, which was an American startup. Uh, it was trying to build a team here in India, uh, and uh, you know, five of us were uh, literally uh, grabbed from IIT Bombay, and uh, you know, I I thought that that was a very exciting opportunity because. It was a start of working uh, in the mobile space and uh, uh, you know the gaming space. So, so I started uh, my career with this company called Octane Mobiles, 
Uh, and it was a very small setup, just five people, uh, four team. Uh, we started working uh, on developing tools to port mobile games. So that is how wow. my journey started. And, Tell me uh, something, Akash. I'm I'm curious. You're talking about mobile games in 2005 or six. I only remember having my my trusty Nokia. Uh, I don't know for six six one zero. I probably graduated to the Engage. Uh, I remember having a Nokia Engage at that time, and for me, that was the gaming phone, right? Uh, yeah. You were building for that, the Symbian yes. OS. So, yeah, I mean, you know, and uh, we were uh, lucky uh, to work with uh, you know big publishers uh, in US. So I worked with Namco. I worked with Info Games. We created. I mean, you know, I was part of the uh, team which uh, ported uh, Prince of Persia across. Uh, you know, different handset mo- mobiles. So this was a time when uh, there was not a single platform uh, which uh, in which you create an application and will work on all the phones. Every phone had its own challenges, uh, and the memory which we are talking about was you know as small as sixty four KB. You know, so in the sixty four KB memory which the phone had, you yeah. know, we uh, so the development you know style was very different. You have to optimize for each and every pixel. So I started my career obviously as a software developer. Uh, was always interested in you know programming uh, right from my childhood. Luckily, uh, my parents uh, supported me in that. And uh, even though during IIT days I was not a coder, you know, uh, I was not uh, doing any coding uh, except in the first year uh, computer course. Uh, but uh, you know, I really like this concept of uh, you know uh, mobile games at that point of time and i always thought that there's a lot of potential in mobile as industry so mm. that is how uh, that journey started were you a gamer no uh, you know i mean a uh, casual gamer is what you know we can say but mm. you know when you develop uh, these games uh, a majority of time actually goes into uh, testing them and uh, you can imagine, you know, so I had, uh, you know, uh, I had high scores uh, in games like Pac-Man, Pac-Pinball. Some of these games uh, were ported by me, you know, uh, right from scratch. And then we also developed some very early uh, multiplayer casino games. Yeah. And uh, so multiplayer casino games. Uh, so that is when I started playing, you know, poker and, you know, all of those things. So wait, uh Pac-Man was one of the biggest Namco hits, right? I still remember yeah. that was yeah. uh, that was a bumper hit. Did you guys support it? No. So, uh, so you know what uh, Namco did was Namco kept on uh, creating games around Pac-Man theme. You know, so there was obviously the legendary Pac-Man, but then they kept on creating lot of uh, you know games uh, on the same theme. So there was Miss Pac-Man. This. Yeah, Pac-Man, I was just gonna Pac-Man. say there was gonna be that. She yeah. Pac-Man or whatever they had. Yes. And so, uh, you know, the, the challenge uh, at that point of time was if you actually create a, you know, game. Uh, and the gaming industry, uh, you know, I was just introduced to it. The way it works in US is it, it works uh, like if I have to give a, you know, parallel, it works like a movie production. You know, So there's a, pro- I mean, they call studios, you know, they produce uh, the game with storylines uh, everything is you know uh, i'm sure that has evolved now to an extent where they are and we all know now gaming companies or you know gaming studios are much bigger than movie studios but 
uh yeah so that was my experience and uh, uh what the challenge was they used to pick up some popular game a uh, popular devices in us they used to create games for them and then there was lot of technical tasks to be done uh, you know uh, to make these games uh work on uh, all devices all nokia devices uh, sinus devices samsung devices there were a lot of devices you know uh, and all of them are small screen big screen so depending on screens also you have to change uh, the game and what we were trying to do was we were not just doing the uh, you know porting work we were trying to create a platform to port so the product which we were actually building uh, was uh, you know uh, a product which will automate this process so how did that translate to uh, mo first which was your mobile payments company did you see like an opportunity back then and and you said hey i want to go and solve this let me go talk to some friends who may want to do this with me yes so i mean you know um, while i started working here as i said i always wanted to start something of my own and uh, so now, so i started you know so your friends uh, you know your roommates you start you know uh discussing product ideas and uh, so in 2006 i met uh, rakesh so i i mean you know i knew rakesh from it days but in 2006 we basically met uh, uh, and started discussing this mobile payments product idea you know and rakesh was uh, at that point of time uh, you know had this idea where uh, he said you know uh, this is the high level concept which i have uh let's build this uh, it's going to be a massive opportunity in future and i was instantly sold uh, on that idea and we started working on we straight away got into the programming aspects of it and rakesh was building a team that was a time when uh, uh you know uh, sudhir was still in iit uh, and uh, so three of us we started working uh, from either my flat or uh, you know uh, or sudhir's uh, hostel room and uh, you know in 2007 me rakesh and rakesh was also working with another uh, mobile software uh, startup you know okay. uh, it, it was uh, later acquired by on mobile but so he was also in the similar space and uh, both of us wanted to start and in you know in uh, november 2007 i guess uh, yeah november 2007 both of us said that you know if you have to do this we have to do it full time and that is when me and uh, rakesh both the first uh, jobs uh, and started working on this full time and uh, sudhir joined us later in 2008 so the initial uh, days of our uh, entrepreneurial journey uh, we didn't register any company we were just focused towards uh, building this product we wanted to demonstrate the end to end uh, payment cycle you know with we doing transaction from one device to another and the pipeline which we used what the was the uh, card pipeline which was available at that time you know so and there were a lot of challenges but essentially we wanted to establish that uh, you know one of the devices can be a merchant one of the devices can be a issuer card and then you know uh, the entire cycle can be done and the and if that you know pipeline uh, uh, or if the entire transaction works the same case uh, can be then replicated to uh, you know from p to p m you know and so you can i mean just like what is happening right now uh, with paytm where you can just go and scan a uh, qr code uh, from any merchant that was the idea we also thought that the same can be used 
also uh, you know at a bank where you can just go and the idea was to not have a static qr code at that point of time we thought uh, uh, generating a qr code dynamically with the uh, you know with a lot of elements around uh, what time it is what transaction amount who is the individual uh, will make it more uh, you know secure so yeah so 2007 we started working on this and by 2008 we had our first uh, working prototype and we started talking to uh, investors we talking to uh, rbi because rbi was at that point of time uh, working on a mobile payments uh, policy so we were actually part of that policy discussion uh, we were talking to a lot of uh, professors from iit uh, Professor Yubi okay. Dixit uh, from IIT Bombay, Professor Junjun Wala from IIT Madras, uh, because uh, the product which we what we thought was you know we have to give a trust to uh, to consumers as well as to banks that this is a secure product, right. and uh, security of the product was uh, basically uh, around the encryption system which we created specifically for doing these transactions. there was no standard at that point of time so okay. we were trying to create that standard and uh, we got a lot of uh, you know uh, positive feedback from uh, these professors uh, and then that was the time when we started talking to banks and banks loved it so yeah so that was the initial journey of how we started with our uh, entrepreneurial journey i'm curious i mean you were working on these really blockbuster game Uh, and porting it to mobile, etc. Uh, and if I remember correctly, games were popular back then as well. I mean, they were just in a different form, either in a cartridge, uh, on on the desktop. Uh, I remember a lot of my friends. I mean, I used to play Counter Strike, and you know, uh, that's what we do it did in college. And you must have been seeing the revolution, right? People moving to games, and you were on like kind of the ground floor of that kind of opportunity. Um, why didn't you think hey i'm going to do gaming because i would imagine payments is completely new uh that it's nowhere in kind of your vicinity things that you've seen and there seems to be also adoption issues right because of course you're creating you're saying that you're creating policy for payments um why why choose a hard path when you already knew that there was something that you know really worked yeah you know uh we started with uh, the idea that mobile is going to go huge uh, and uh, i always i mean the reason i joined this company octane was because i believed in uh, the power of mobile uh, you know and how it will transform uh, the digital ecosystem that was the idea uh, and even though gaming was very uh, the experience of working in that company gave me a lot of uh, uh skills to develop applications uh, on so we are talking about uh, 2005 2006 uh, people at that point of time uh, you know uh, considered to be a smartphone yeah <laughs> yeah so, uh, so you know we want, we knew that this is just the early phase of uh, smartphones uh, and luckily in 2007 uh, apple launched iphone changed uh, how people started perceiving you know smartphones and we knew that this is going to change even though our mobile payment product designed for india we knew india's challenges are very different 
you know uh, the network connectivity uh, the devices uh, you know kind of users we have their digital literacy all of those things are very different but we knew it's going to you know grow uh, very fast it's going to change the uh, way we transact and that has happened it took time but that has happened now i think it we were maybe 10 years earlier in the game not yeah. 10 but at least uh, you know 7 to 8 years earlier in the game that's right yeah well, but that's that's a uh, you know timing is everything right you need to have product and uh, timing fit uh, sometimes for things to really really pan out uh, i mean back then when you were building for mobile also you had technically at that time you had smartphones which was the uh, nokia i think 6600 uh, and uh, there was also the palm itself and a lot of people had built a lot of products for the palm os uh, at that point so indus has gone through a lot of pivots uh, over the the time that you well now it's called indus it is also called something else prior uh, yeah at, and and most recently you you got a, a pretty sizable investment from uh, apple uh, as i mentioned uh, early 2008 uh, we had our product working we were getting uh, from banks we were talking to banks we were doing pocs with banks you know they wanted to launch this product out in the market um, but there was no regulatory framework you know and uh, to get the product out uh, you know it, it was very difficult so at that point of time we decided that we have to uh, keep we have to park the ip and uh, grow as a company keep focusing on something next 2008 was also a time when the financial uh, you know market crashed and uh, the the environment was gloomy but we saw the opportunity uh, that smartphones uh, you know are going uh, they are different because 2007 iphone was launched 2008 uh, android was launched uh, let's start focusing on these platforms blackberry was doing good palmos was there so at that point of time we pivoted to become a services company we did that business for uh, close to 4 uh, to 5 years but very early uh, in 2013 we started feeling that uh, there is a massive opportunity uh, for building something for india uh, and even when we were working as a services company uh, we were actually working with lot of entrepreneurs and businesses products so our mentality uh, you know when we were doing these projects uh, was a very product centric mentality uh, we helped lot of startups raise funds uh by creating their initial products to in fact maintaining you know these products to a level where they could uh acquire more than you know 10 million users uh and we were not even not only involved in just the development part we were not just the engineering uh, arm of the the startups we were also involved in the conceptualization part of it which is where i you know from from being a programmer to someone who used to manage the project to someone who uh, started you know working as a product manager uh, during that phase of uh, my career uh, so in 2013 we were very clear that india you know uh, will have a you know smartphone revolution even though smartphone were available in 2013 we knew that there's a massive market you know which is still untapped and if you uh, 
if you look at the numbers 90% of indians you know uh, do not uh, speak in uh, you know english or prefer their indian languages and almost uh, you know 90% of people and i am talking about 2013 that is the number uh, never interacted with a digital device you know right. uh, so uh, so that opportunity was massive and so we started building uh, for that and the idea was to create a smartphone os and over a period of time uh, you know that changed this was in 2013 where i believe uh, android had just launched uh, their gen y or some small mobile which was i think the cheapest of the android range uh, from samsung was that the proliferation of mobiles being kind of accessed by a larger audience which was where your insight came from uh no i think you know it was too early uh, uh, see everyone was trying to solve for the next uh, billion users uh, we uh, we knew that india's uh, internet ecosystem will grow and the startups which you were seeing in 2012 2013 time frame were only serving the top 10% of indian consumers right you know so people like you and me you were building jabong uh we were trying to create applications for uh, all the startups in india as well as in us everyone was talking about building an app now we realized that you know a lot of people are building the app but uh, you know the next you know uh, part of uh, the user acquisition will require uh, creating products for uh, bharat and uh, that is when we said that the ecosystem which is currently uh, in english needs yeah. to change and the ecosystem is actually built for uh, the the top 10% uh, you know of the indian smartphone users and uh, the products which we are using were also globally created like for example a smartphone version which is launched in uh, india okay. uh, is designed for someone who uh, lives in us or someone who lives in shanghai Yes. right nobody is thinking about surat or satara because the person living in surat and satara uh, and his you know ambitions and his uh, uh, aspirations are very different from someone who uh, lives in a san francisco uh, yeah so so that was the idea and a lot of people who were building products for india were not even in india uh, yeah. they didn't I mean it was all hearsay so we we said that we have to actually spend some time because we spend a lot of time talking to customers and uh, and before we started working on this uh, we decided to basically sort of close our services business uh, we spent almost 6 uh, months just doing research talking to people understanding their challenges uh, and that is when we said uh, that india needs a uh, indian smartphone ecosystem which means that uh, uh, and the, why, why i'm saying that is uh, you know even though we we wanted to build a regional keyboard uh, you know easy to use experience uh, you know a regional app store that was those are the ideas which were coming up but then we said that you know you know if 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 you look at the product uh, you know uh, or the product hypothesis at that point of time was our users do not know english our users do not know how to use uh, a smartphone you know they haven't even used a feature phone in most cases right so for them who uh, who do not know how to use a smartphone who do not know how to uh, you know uh, read something in english 
how will they you know start using a smartphone which is given to them so we wanted to build for that and then one of the null hypothesis was that user doesn't know anything uh, and he will he will not care uh, about what application we create right so we said the only way we can solve this problem is by giving them a phone which is made in their language where everything is actually part of uh, the experience which we are giving to them uh, uh, you know right out of the box right and that is why we decided to uh, instead of creating an os uh or launching few apps we said let's basically put the os on a device and we started as a handset company which was creating uh you know uh, regional uh handsets so wait you were you were actually started. building handsets you were started off building handsets yes. in 2013 yes. yes so you know when we when we started working on this Uh, we said the only way our customers, the our target customers, will use the products which we are trying to create uh, is when they get that product, uh, you know, uh, as a handset device. Which means that we were talking right. about creating a, a operating system which is uh, regional, and this operating system will go on a handset which will give a complete out of the box experience to the user in his own language. and that is how first touch was born it was uh, a different company we registered um, and we chose gujarat as our first market uh, we said we have to first test this hypothesis that people will buy and use a handset which is in their own language uh, and uh, we chose gujarat uh, and within gujarat also the ruler part of gujarat which is saurashtra rajkot as its base we chose 10 districts around uh, rajkot and we started selling and the software uh, and the firmware was created by us we got it manufactured in china and uh, you know we just uh, went in the market with uh, 5000 devices we worked with a local distributor and sold phones through small uh, shops you know uh, not uh, any digital platform because we wanted to reach out to the right customer and then uh, there was very minimal marketing which was done which is in store marketing around posters uh, and some basic newspaper local newspaper uh, you know ads uh, so that customer is aware that there is a and distributors are aware that there is a new brand which is out in the market and the box uh, the phone was designed in a way that the box itself was localized which means that the box said that it's uh, india's first gujarati smartphone so bhartono pehlo gujarati smartphone and when you open the box the uh, the guides are in gujarati uh, every single thing you know on the phone is gujarati and when you turn it on it will you know the default language is gujarati you can always shift to you know uh, english but the default language was gujarati and we realized that 80% of uh, our users continued to use the phone in gujarati and uh, continued to use the phone in the experience in which we gave so what we did was we created a complete simplified experience for early smartphone users we created the entire phone uh, in gujarati language we created a gujarati keyboard uh, we created a gujarati app store with gujarati applications so we worked with a lot of local app developers uh what the you know uh, the content which was uh, hyper local and uh, you know so we got all of them 
the messaging application was in gujarati even the calculator was in gujarati the numbers number pad everything was gujarati. oh wow and people just loved that concept uh, there was a lot of uh, you know uh, word of mouth which happened around uh, the product we were able to sell these devices uh, it was priced slightly above uh, the regular the entry point smartphones yeah i mean it was a entry entry level uh, device uh, at that point of time 4 gb uh, memory uh, no sorry 1 gb memory 4 uh, 4 inch uh, screen and uh, it was slightly 200 rupee more than a you know comparable micromax device and around the same pricing of a entry level samsung device uh and we were able to you know outsell uh, some of these indian handset oems uh, uh and there was a lot of buzz in the uh, at least local market that there is this new handset company which is selling more handset devices uh so yeah, that is how we started our journey and we realized that uh, there is definitely a good demand for this product mm. uh, but continuing to work as a handset company uh, will mean that we will have to compete with the uh, everyone from samsung to all the chinese handset companies to all the indian handset companies and our core was software so at that point of time we said let's focus on uh, mm. building a os company and uh, that is how then you know the whole concept of in this came up okay. where we said let's create in this and then then let's start talking to indian handset companies what's incredible is that at that time in 2014 or so there were hundreds of local oems basically when china bought a phone uh, from the factory put their branding on it and they you know started selling locally i, I remember this clearly because uh, just after jabong in 2013 i started a a company called diptology and you know it was probably one of the first few android apps also on the app store and i was trying to figure out how do i get more adoption right said okay you know what uh, a big way to kind of push apps in those days uh, also because play store was not that popular was saying okay can you go and get it installed by the the guy who's selling the you know the dealer himself preloading yeah preloading preloading was the concept and i think you paid a couple of rupees per install or something like that so you know you want it on 100000 devices you just pay you know a couple of lakhs right that was the i remember speaking to players like lava carbon lemon mobile there were a lot yes. of really funky names uh, i still remember 2013 and you know all of these later became our partners you know all of these companies later became our partner because uh, uh, in 2015 uh, you know this was the handset market we knew yeah. that almost everyone who uh, has funds uh, wanted to bet on the india smartphone ecosystem and it was easy to go uh, to china pick a handset put your logo on it and launch a phone in india uh, when we actually went to china to talk to handset companies it was very difficult for us to convince them to put our os because they have a, they have a very set mechanism where they were just you know Uh, a software company in china somewhere in shanghai has created a uh, you know firmware version for the device yeah. they have designed the phone there is a manufacturing company which has just manufactured it there is a company which is marketing company which is just combining everything and selling it in india 
and that worked like charm for china uh, and uh, for us uh, uh, we knew that uh, if we genuinely want to uh, get our product out in multiple hands we have to work with these players so we uh, we thought that we have to uh, start talking to uh, oems and start telling them that what you're doing is you're basically uh, just competing with each other on the hardware specs you know everyone is talking about a slightly better camera a slightly better ram you know those were the uh, ads which we used to see you know 12 megapixel camera yeah, 15 yeah. megapixel camera right so we started talking to oems and we said let's go and talk to micromax which is the largest indian handset company uh, right you know those days we uh, met founders we convinced them that uh, there is an opportunity for creating a phone for indian audience you uh, proved it you proved you proved that the phone sell when you yes. in- installed it and you've already shown a proof of concept so now it's very yeah. uh, easy for you to go and say it's worked here how can we then you know uh, do it across the country right there are so many markets that you can then tap and each of those markets have premium customers who would be still willing to pay a decent uh, uh, amount as a premium even you know even if you're selling it at a base price i'm charging you a few hundred rupees uh, maybe a thousand rupees premium for the os itself you do have a pretty decent pitch there right yes and uh, i mean we had a working uh, product we showed to them they liked it uh, uh the challenge for them was uh, they said we do not manufacture uh, phones for different you know markets i mean i will not create a def- separate phone for gujarati i will not sub- create a separate phone for you know tamil nadu uh, and we want to have a you know uh, a national product you know at least 10 languages so we said okay no problem we scaled it up we scaled our uh, operations to a level where we started building uh products across different 10 uh, languages that was a time when we invested heavily in building local language technologies we created you know uh, regional keyboards we created regional yeah. algorithms around transliteration we started working on translation in you know in house we started working on um, you know building a team of uh, experts for indian languages so within 6 months we actually added uh, 10 languages on our os and uh, micromax said that let's uh, launch one phone with uh, 10 languages if this works we will give you other devices uh, and to them our pitch was that this phone uh, is actually for the entry level users so give us a phone which is less than 10000 uh, and uh, from the software side we will take care of things so at that point of time they gave us this one device which was launched in market as unite 3 micromax unite 3 uh, it was themed around uh, languages and uh, and one of our major features uh, as part of uh, uh, our os was swipe to translate uh, so our idea was that while uh, you know while we are trying to create a product for someone who doesn't know english the internet ecosystem is still in uh, regional languages uh in st- uh, still in english so if you uh, you know so operator will send you a message in english a bank will send you a message in english correct and most of the phones which your friends and family members are using you know they are also in english so they will send you messages they are not using regional keyboards so they will send you messages in english 
So we created this feature where any message which you get uh, or any WhatsApp message which you get, which is in English, you just have to swipe on it. You know, so we build a OS level feature. Oh, wow. You just swipe on the message, and the message will be translated in your language. So English to Hindi and Hindi to English. So you can write uh, on your phone that um, uh, I'm, you know, anything like uh, I'm fine. Uh, in English, you just swipe; it will be converted into Hindi, so you can read. And then you can write in Hindi, "Matiko," uh, and it'll just swipe, and it'll basically convert into uh, English. And you can so in terms of even communication, so if someone is sending you a message in English, yeah. you can write in Hindi, you can convert it in English, and you can you reply. So the conversation can still happen in English. Uh, so that was the one of the major features, and they started. Promoting it, so they said uh, uh, type karo, swipe karo, does uh, so they did a lot of television ads, and internally they gave us a challenge that if uh, if within a month uh, the distribution system, if they uh, you know bought uh, more than fifty thousand devices, uh, they will consider this as a success, and the device actually became huge within uh, the first month itself. We did more than hundred thousand devices. Uh, and uh, so we sold more than a million devices for that uh, software and that gave them a lot of confidence and from there the journey started with micromax we did more than 50 devices with them uh, we launched the next version the uh, of the os uh, uh, as unite 4 uh, which had uh, a lot of new features there was uh, speech to text uh, sorry text to speech integrated where any piece of uh, you know web article which you are reading in english can be basically read to you in your own language so oh, we wow. built that technology we work with the government of india um, you know uh, uh, and their uh, agencies to create this technology uh, so it was extremely uh, you know fulfilling experience uh, to create for india and we were looking at that problem completely uh, differently than most of the people who were trying to solve it and it worked uh, in very early I, I think within a year we acquired uh, more than 10 million customers uh, and uh, first year we worked very closely with micromax because they wanted to give us a lot of devices uh, and then very soon all these answered companies which you talked about carbon intex lava mm. lemon mobile you know uh, lemon, we launched a phone with lemon mobile very early so these were the uh, uh, handset companies which uh, automatically came to us, Cellcon, Swipe, yeah. and we created the entire OS product. And with, uh, with, the, with the OS product, our overall product portfolio also changed. So we were doing App Store. So even though when we launched in Gujarat, we just had 250 applications. The first phone, we had 5,000 applications. Within a year, we got 50,000 application developers. So we're talking about... 50,000 developers who are distributing their applications through our platform and we are working with them to localize their applications as well as the content which they want to show to the user. So if the user is using an uh, application in let's say Telugu mm -hmm. uh, or the phone in Telugu, uh, application like uh, you know, WhatsApp, Facebook or a Flipkart, entire dis description of that application will be shown to user in their own language. Which was so our this, USP and uh, yeah. So I mean, there's obviously an ecosystem being created inside of the OS itself. I have so many questions right now, right? Uh, I have questions on 
you know how do you build for so many different languages so many different uh, 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 firmware uh, companies oems in this case and i'm guessing because today i guess it's a little bit more easier and streamlined to create applications for uh, multiple operating systems and uh, versions i remember just a few years ago versioning was a huge challenge so as a product uh, manager what what uh, what process did you follow because i'm unlike say any of these other handset manufacturers in the us or uh, well most i man handset manufacturer in china they don't want to play your game right you need to be able to work with them how did how did you go about this process uh so we started uh, with the idea that uh, we uh, are not a apps company uh, we are a os company uh, and uh, our approach of building the team will be very different than a regular uh, you know software company that is how we started uh, and very early we started uh, getting on board uh, uh, you know some of the best you know people who wanted to work in a tech company and wanted to build uh, core you know products for india uh, and we told them that the challenges uh, you know the problems which we are trying to solve uh, you know they might look simple uh, from the outside but they are huge problems because right from creating uh, a regional language keyboard to uh, actually building a product which goes out on uh, every single device uh, uh answer device uh, you have to work at the multiple levels so we had a team which was dedicatedly working on the os aspect of things we were working with a lot of uh, what what is called as uh, chipset manufacturing company so we were working with mediatek qualcomm spectrum and we had a team which was specialized in creating uh, or understanding all the uh, layers of uh, um you know uh, android uh, uh, development so it's not just creating the ui layer but also understanding the deep levels of uh, android right right at the kernel level to for the framework levels so we had a team which was dedicatedly working on the os aspect then we built a team which was uh, uh, only working on the language aspect of things which is just bringing the knowledge of uh, you know how a consumer who speaks this language you know um, would want to use the uh, uh, internet uh, if we build products uh, in their own language so there was a dedicated language team which was built in house and then i uh, work worked and uh, worked with very smart people uh, and created a very smart team of product managers and designers Uh, who wanted to uh, you know create for india and one of the things which uh, i think every product manager uh, a product head has to do is have empathy for your own customers uh, listen to your customers understand you know what their problems are uh, spend some time with them so i'll give you a very simple example you know it's not a, i will not give you gyan on product methodologies and you know what we did but i'll give you a very simple example see 2014 15 16 was a time when uh, uh, you know india started using smartphone and which means that uh, people were buying recharges uh, people were uh, you know so 
you know operators were actually driving the growth for uh, the entire mobile ecosystem but one of the challenges for india was uh, the talk times uh, the balances you know they had uh, a talk time component and they had an internet component and people were very conscious about how much money you know you're spending on it and if you look at indian consumers uh, 95 people 95% of people are prepaid users so they basically buy a specific talk time and then they use it there was not a fixed plan right now with jio things have changed but at that point of time it was a very india centric thing where people actually bought prepaid plans uh, and uh, unfortunately they didn't knew how they are actually spending their money you know they knew that uh, they you know some amount of money got deducted from their uh, phone uh, and uh, you know the balance uh, for to know the balance you have to type uh, some keywords so we said why can't we solve this problem and why can't we actually give user the information of how much balance he has right when he wants to use it and we were a os company we said you know why can't we give this uh, information to the user in his phone dialer so if you actually open your phone dialer uh, you have list of calls made right uh one of the most important things which uh consumers were actually very uh specific about was how much money they are spending on these calls right so we started basically showing them the money which was deducted for each and every call and the amount of money which is balanced without you know dialing those 1 2 3 so right in the uh, uh if if you open the dialer the dialer had a uh, information about in sim 1 you have this much balance in sim 2 you have this much balance these are the uh, phone calls which you made this is the amount which was deducted and if you want a summary of how you are using your phone you know we basically gave them option where they could see how much they are you know where they are spending their money are they spending more money talking to their girlfriends or you know is it you know talking to customers Uh, are they spending money on data or they spending yeah. money on which application is spending you know which application is where they are spending money so that basic information you know now we if, if you want to design a analytical product around it and give it to the user uh, it will look really great but we said you know let's solve for the basic problem and to that we said depending on how you using the phone can i work with a operator or a you know mobile wallet to give you the best plan which will work for you so we we partnered with uh, at that point of time free charge uh, to launch this product we called it recharge 2.0 where right in your phone screen uh, you will know how much you are spending and moment your balance is about to go down you with just one click you can do a recharge on free charge and uh, so those were the very india centric problems uh, and so we spend a lot of time understanding you know what problems indian customers are facing uh, based on their behaviors and these are the things uh, you will not find uh, global companies to even imagine and when they will look at it they will uh, they will say that you know i have to I have to solve it for the global market first before i solve it for the indian market you know um, android cannot launch a feature which is very specific for a specific market i'm sure they are now doing that but at that point of time it was uh, unheard of now india is a huge market so there can be india level customization but we were we were one of the early companies which tried doing that how were you monetizing an os i would imagine 
you know as a as a handset manufacturer you know they have a certain margin that they could part with were you finding other ways to monetize inside of the os itself inside of the phone or you basically took a a fee from the manufacturer or was there a combo no i think uh, you know this was uh, one of the challenges which we faced when we uh, decided to uh, go for a os led approach android was given to uh, all handset manufacturers uh, free of cost so uh, there was no I, question of uh, so everyone said that you know i am getting android for free uh, almost free uh, and uh, i am not going to pay you something for a software uh, in which i am not going to make money unless this thing becomes massively successful and customer will come and start asking for it which was our vision you know we wanted people to start uh recognizing that now there's a regional operating system and uh, start talking about it and start asking for it in, uh, when they go out to buy a phone uh but in the early phase we realized that uh, it has to be a partnership where uh, our handset partners oems uh see value uh, in us uh, as uh, uh, as a revenue generating uh, partner rather than a cost center so we proposed to them this idea that uh, we will uh, become a platform for content and commerce uh, for the regional users which we want to target so we will help them come on board on internet and through that we will create avenues where uh, we will give them content services as well as commerce services and that will create lot of opportunity for us to monetize and if we will start monetizing uh, the user base which we acquire through content and commerce then we will do a revenue share with them so most people like that idea and we we told them one of the early products which we have demonstrated the uh, monetization uh, is our app store which is called app bazaar uh, which is uh, over a period of time start, uh, started becoming a a preferred user acquisition channel for a lot of app developers because we were giving them uh, access to uh, this untapped market uh, you know and then the users uh, you know which are otherwise not able to use uh, google play store or other uh, avenues to download applications and which which is also uh, regional uh, and we as a os player as a app store player can help you uh, not just with uh, you know reaching out to the end user uh, but also help you target to reach out to the right user right. so that was our value right. proposition to the developers so very first product which we started monetizing was app store where we worked with lot of app developers uh, we became a user acquisition channel and for the inorganic uh, growth which we provided to these users we were able to monetize okay. and that is how our oem partners continued to make money through us while we were providing value to the end user that's incredible so, so, so that you move from uh, you know an, an os an operating system to now an app store and you have 100 million users on the app store itself and this yes. is not only on samsung right because i don't think samsung that's has not, 100 million I mean, samsung is one of our major obviously major partners we still continue to work with uh, uh, you know a lot of indian handset companies whatever market share they have but we continue to power their app stores Uh, at the same time uh, now we have more than 400000 developers on our platform 
400,000. Yes, we work with almost all top developers globally. Uh, they are publishing their applications through us. We also work with uh, small developers. We work with local developers. We still work with application developers from you know small town in Gujarat or Maharashtra where they have created applications in regional languages uh, and only want to reach out to Marathi users. Uh, so we we you know we do that. We do uh, uh, we also help a lot of uh, startups to reach out to regional users. You know so so that's the kind of platform which we have now created. Uh, you know Akash I. I probably I can go on because this is such an exciting kind of topic where we talk about you know what people are consuming and your you know catering to an audience that there's so much of focus on right now. I, I mean, I want to talk to you about you know geo and its impact. Uh, I want to talk to you about uh, you know what kind of apps people are using in the segment, how much people are paying. There's just so many questions, uh, but you know there's only a little bit, limited amount of time that we have. So, are there any specific trends that you are seeing that has really surprised you in this audience? Uh, I won't. I mean, I won't say surprise, but uh, you know the way. I mean, we've seen the way internet actually uh, evolved for us uh, uh, is very different. Uh, compared to how it is evolving right now for the new smartphone user base or the uh, the Bharat user base, if I have to say that. Uh, you know, we had our own challenges in terms of network connectivity. So the products were designed very differently. Uh, you know, we used to spend for casual uh, gaming uh, or uh, time pass activities, we used to spend more time on games. Uh, Bharat is also spending a lot of time on games, but they're also doing a lot of content consumption, which is why, uh, you know, short video applications are huge. Uh, YouTube is one of the biggest, you know, uh, applications, which, I mean, it's the biggest service in terms of the app, which takes, or which, uh, you know, most time spent is actually on YouTube. This is my learning from the, um, from the OS time, but you know we continue to see that that YouTube is, uh, which means that video space or the content space uh, uh, is uh, uh, is something which uh, will be huge in Bharat. Uh, that is the reason why education companies, uh, uh, you know, especially in the video segment, uh, uh, will have a lot of uh, traction in the coming days. We can see why almost everyone is investing in that. Uh, Plus, uh, now people are uh, expecting more from their handsets, you know, so it will help uh, the entire industry create high-performing, uh, you know, handsets. Uh, uh, software developers will have to start thinking that the user which uh, the new smartphone user is it's different, you know, you have to cater to their needs. So product management uh, will be slightly different. Even though the methodologies or the frameworks will be same, you will still have to spend time, uh, you know, talking to customers, understanding them, uh, using some of the techniques, uh, you know, which are standard. Uh, but uh, uh, the biases which we usually bring in while designing the product will have to be broken. All, all these apps today are trying to control your attention, right? Ultimately, yes. it's your attention. They are all uh, now fighting for attention. Be YouTube, Insta, WhatsApp, 
right is saying okay open me and use me for you know 100 things and and i think yeah, and the distraction uh, yeah. level is also you know right now uh, you know that if you are not able to uh, satisfy users uh, intent or are not able to engage with the user uh, the user will just jump you know or un- uninstall it which is why the ret- retention rates are very low for most of the applications uh, is that the same on uh, your store as well yeah uh, retention I mean, rates you know, so once what? once the user yeah. has downloaded the application you know uh spend time uh, with the application now it's over to the application developers uh, to engage with the uh, developers so our task is to get you find the right application and once you install it and so most of the time we uh, you know when especially when we actually help our developers acquire a user we are seeing good kpi numbers which we are delivering to them but uh, you know if i mean we we've, we've had past uh, issues where even though we were helping uh, application developers acquire users uh, get them the initial uh, traction they were not able to retain the uh, user uh, yeah. and then and that was primarily because their app was not performing and at some point of time you know when we were having this discussion that you know why why the retention is so so low we spent time looking at their application we told them that you know you are doing these things wrong you are serving this customer uh, you know and you are actually not solving the problem for it you are very into consulting that's running I mean, beyond know, I mean, app store i mean that's just uh, not something which we do uh, <laughs> as a service but something you know sure. if, if i mean we interacted we started interacting on one of the product ideas i mean you and me are very early uh, you know on this very good concept right so yeah uh, the idea was at that point of time it was not to get into some kind of contract but just to help each other build that beautiful product absolutely no i i still i still feel that idea is is doable and probably has more value today than it was 5 3 4 years ago yeah. when we spoke last especially for bharat especially when we talk vernacular and yeah. uh, we are the company which started working on this hmm. concept of vernacular uh, and solving for india uh, in 2013 uh, right. most companies are now talking about it maybe you know we are always ahead of the curve but, <laughs> yeah ahead of the curve yeah yeah ahead of the curve but you know now i see lot, there's a lot of uh, uh, lip service uh, being done on the you know on being vernacular or being indian also people are just uh, giving a menu which has uh, you know 8 to 12 indian languages uh, but are actually not uh, doing more than that Uh, they're not building uh, technologies or algorithms True. in indian languages and every single thing which you have in english like you know auto search or uh, you know uh, word suggestions uh, i'm giving you very simple examples you know uh, things or very smaller things which help you use your phone or internet uh, those are not available for people in indian languages mm. like if someone doesn't know english and if you haven't solved creating uh, a hindi keyboard or a regional keyboard uh, either through creating a better user experience on the uh, on the device by typing or through voice uh, then you know uh, we're not solving uh, for the real problems luckily companies like google microsoft now geo are trying to solve these problems uh, but i think even young startups have to take up uh, some of these problems and solve for them uh akash has been uh, super enlightening are you hiring at this moment 
know we will be uh, open to talk to people uh, uh, you know uh, to come and join our team so we have some open positions but uh, otherwise also if uh, if there are people who feel you know uh, they can add value uh, in the mission which we are working on we are happy to talk to them and we will get them on, on board if we are on the same wavelength and if we feel you know together we can create uh, uh, valuable products fantastic i'm going to leave uh, your details uh, wherever i put up this podcast and uh, hey akash thanks so much for your time this has been awesome uh, continue the good work thank you varun i you know it was great chatting with you uh, i will you know continue to listen to some of these uh, stories which you publish uh, uh, and uh, you know hope that we uh, meet soon after all of this is done and uh see how we can revive the product which we were talking about uh akash i have a lot more ideas for you but uh, i'm going to take this up for you uh, stay tuned for a lot more amazing entrepreneurs like akash to come and share uh, their learnings 